Do you need reminding that the unjust have no share in the blessings of the kingdom of God? Do not be misled. A lot of people stand to inherit nothing of God's coming kingdom, including those whose lives are defined by sexual immorality, idolatry, adultery, sexual deviancy, theft, greed, drunkenness, slander, and swindling. Some of you used to live in these ways, but you are different now. You have been washed cleaned, set apart, restored, and set on the right path in the name of the Lord Jesus, the anointed, by the Spirit of our living God. I can hear some of you saying, For me, all things are permitted. But face the facts, all things are not beneficial. So, you say, for me, all things are permitted. Here's my response. I will not allow anything to control me. Another chimes in, food is for the stomach and stomach is for food. I suppose so. But a day will come when God will dispense with both food and the stomach. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. The Lord is over all, and he cares about your body. Hi, everyone. No, you are not lost. <laughs> you are indeed listening to another segment of the Building According to Pattern podcast series with your host, yours truly, Georgia A. Bryce. Welcome back, and thanks again for joining me. If you are a newbie to this podcast, let me state without reservation that you are in the right place at the right time. You did not just happen upon this vehicle by mere coincidence. You are now listening to the sound of my voice because there is a message your master designer is seeking to convey to you. In fact, I think he has been trying to get your attention for quite some time now. Right now, you are faced with one of two choices. You can skip this podcast segment and move on to something else. Or you can make the decision to hear what the spirit of your designer is saying to you specifically. The truth is, all of you under the sound of my voice, you have that choice. On this segment, I want to share on the topic, my position, kingdom ambassador. My mission to advance the Father's agenda in the earth. Now, I came out swinging this time around, getting you to stand face to face with some thought-provoking information detailed in your manual. My opening statement, for those of you who are curious, is found in your manual for living in the first letter that Paul the Apostle wrote to the current church. That is 1 Corinthians 6, verse 10 through 13. Sex is always a hot-button topic for whatever reason. It's fun, it's exciting, it's pleasurable, and rightfully so. It was designed by the master designer himself. Yes, for those of you who didn't know, God created the sex impulses we experience. So if you thought of him as being boring, bland, and blah, you probably might want to adjust your paradigm in that regard. Here's the bummer though, this message is not really about sex. What it is about though is where these parameters that we hold in such high esteem are placed or positioned in the grand scheme of things in this thing that we call life. 
Sex and food have been dubbed basic necessities by many psychologists and sociologists, infamously so by Abraham Maslow in his hierarchy of needs. They rank among other factors including water, homeostasis, sleep, and excretion. By Maslow's rule of thought, you cannot live adequately or maybe for long periods without these factors being intact. He's right. If your entire being was sustained, maintained, preserved, protected, and totally dependent upon only these physiological factors being intact and perfectly balanced, then stock up on all the food, sex, sleep, and water there is. Seek and secure as much homeostasis as you can, and poo and pee as much as you like. If you think about it, we as humans invest most of our energy and our time essentially living our lives trying to put measures in place to ensure that these physiological needs are adequately met. And we have become quite the expert at this too, I might add. Altering systems, ignoring natural laws, and doing away with fundamental truths and anything for that matter that would stand in the way of us having all the sex we can and eating all the food we can. Everywhere you turn, it is in your face. On the television, the radio, media, entertainment, billboards, supermarkets, the fast food restaurants. Our lives have literally been reduced and socially engineered to focus on these physiological factors. They form the primary and fundamental basis for living the quote-unquote good life. Now, I'm a bit curious though. Having met many people and heard of many others whose lives are well defined by these fundamental factors. Though they have access to a constant supply of food and sex and water, yet they still commit suicide. They are strung out on drugs. They are addicted to alcohol. Their home life is a colossal failure and they are dissatisfied with life. They are unfulfilled and they're empty. I have always wondered why. Can you tell me why? If we have access to everything that man, a created being who we have such unwavering faith in, says we need to live a happy and contented life, then why is the world the way it is? Why aren't we happy? I have another question for you. Could it be that there might be another component, another part of our being that takes preeminence over our physical bodies? A component of the human makeup with needs that cannot be met by mere physiological factors such as food, sex, water, homeostasis, and the ability to pass waste. Let's take a trip back to the opening of this segment. In your manual for living, in the book of 1 Corinthians 6, Verse 10 through 13, the one who designed you, all of your components, including your physical body, your soul, which constitutes your will, emotions, mind, and personality, and your spirit, your master designer and the manufacturer states unequivocally, if your life is defined and is fundamentally driven by meeting your physiological needs only, 
you have no part in him. If your life is consumed with sex and all your choices revolve sex, independent of him and independent of the way he and not man designed and the confines in which it was meant to be experienced, he has no rule over your life and you have no part in him. If your life is pleasure driven, if it is controlled by anything except him, you have no part in him. There are no two ways about this thing. You cannot have it your way like the famous McDonald ad says. When it comes to an intimate and real relationship with God, there is no other way but his. You cannot come to him on your terms. You cannot live as you want to, do as you want to, and expect him to be Lord in your life. You cannot continue violating his instructions, his word, and in another breath say that you love him. You have no jurisdiction whatsoever over the laws of God. You cannot alter them to suit your desires, your likes, or your wants. It is his way or no way. You cannot create an alternative to God's way. If you do, it is immediately rendered null and void. You cannot serve the Lord God and money at the same time. You cannot serve God and sex at the same time. You cannot serve God and food at the same time. You must choose on this day whom you will serve. If it is God, then it is God. And if it is something else, then it cannot be God. The worst deception is self-deception. And I don't want you to be deceived. I don't want you to see to see you succumb to these new ideologies that suggest that God changes his mind about what he has clearly stated in his word. No matter how much we want to believe that he loves us, and he does, God is not schizophrenic. His word is his law. He will never alter it for me, for you, or for anyone else for that matter. He has declared in your manual in Matthew 24, verse 35, that earth and sky will be destroyed. Heaven and earth will pass away. But the words I have said will never be destroyed. They will never pass away. God is one with his words. This is what he means when he says, I am a holy God. It means my word is my bond. Can you imagine what it would mean for humanity, for the whole creation, if we could not trust God based on his words, if he was want to change his mind about what he says, you and I would be in serious trouble. We would not be able to trust him with anything. Have you ever met people that you could not trust because they were not reliable? How did they make you feel? Were you prone to entrust them with the things that were most important to you? If you do it, I think you're crazy. Well, God is not like that. God is reliable. Why then do we desire and even need him to be reliable and trustworthy based on the fact that he keeps his word, but then on the other hand, we want him to alter those words to suit our proclivities? Is it God who has the problem or is it really us? 
Here is God's answer to those of you who find yourself being driven primarily by your physiological needs and are wanting a way out. If you come to him on his terms, he will wash you, cleanse you, set you apart, restore you to your original self, and set you on the right path in the name of the Lord Jesus, the anointed by his Holy Spirit. You belong to God. You need him more than food, sex, water, homeostasis, the ability to excrete, and the very breath you breathe. It is he who gives you the breath you breathe and the ability to breathe. You need God more than life itself. You haven't truly begun living until he has absolute and complete control over your life. When you come to God and you give yourself completely over to him, your opinions no longer hold weight. Instead, his opinions, culture, values, customs, language, disposition, and ways of doing things become your own. You take on his nature and you walk as his representative in the earth. Wherever you go, in whatever setting you find yourself, you represent his interests. This is what it means to be a kingdom ambassador. It means that you represent his government wherever you are. The word ambassador means an official envoy. This person is the highest ranking diplomat who represents a state and is usually accredited to another sovereign state or country or to an international organization as the resident representative of his or her own government or sovereign. The word is also used to represent certain professions, activities, and fields of endeavor. An ambassador is always stationed in a foreign country, also called a host country. The host country typically allows the ambassador control of specific territory called an embassy, whose territory, staff, and vehicles are generally afforded diplomatic immunity in this host country. You as a kingdom ambassador lives in this world, but you should never subscribe to the world's opinions or the world's way of doing things. You should never be influenced by its culture, its language, its practices, or its social constructs. Your obligation and allegiance is always to the government that you represent. That is the kingdom of God. Most importantly, your role is to advance the agenda of your government in the place where you have been stationed. When you come to Christ, you are no longer you. Instead, you become light, salt, and yeast. And your responsibility is to influence and infect those around you with the components of what you represent. And here is what you represent. Righteousness, all right living, and joy and peace that the world desperately need and that the only one you represent can truly provide. The kind of joy and peace that secures hearts and minds despite external circumstances. This is the authority that you're given when you receive Christ as Lord of your life. 
And this is what it means to have the kingdom of God come to earth. Your life is worth so much more than what you have been taught or what culture would have you believe. It's time to add a higher premium on yourself. Let's pray. Father, thank you that our bodies are meant for more than just for clothing and engaging in pleasures of whatever kind. You created our bodies as the temple that your Holy Spirit occupies when we receive your Son as Lord of our lives. Where your presence is, there is freedom. We are free to live righteously and holy. Where your presence is, there is true joy and peace, the kind that the world cannot give us. Help us to understand that more than seeking to meet our physical needs, we need to seek your presence because at the end of the day, if we don't have you, we are like dead men. We need you, Lord, more than the air we breathe, more than the food we eat, more than the sex we think we cannot live without. In fact, we need you more than life itself. I pray for that person today who is quickly discovering that without you, life is meaningless. And we pray for those who have it all and yet they still have nothing because they don't have the one thing that is able to satisfy their souls, a relationship with you. Help us to earnestly begin to seek first your kingdom, your rulership in our lives and your right way of living. You promise that when we do this, everything we need will be added to us. We thank you and we praise you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. I hope that you are able to gain some new insights regarding your life and where you need to go. And that as you listen to this podcast segment today, there were some things that were beginning to shift in your mind. I'm so delighted that you took the time to listen in. And I pray that God will continue to draw you closer to him and that the work that he begun in your life, you will give him room to complete because you have to give him that room to complete it. I am pleased to announce that the recent Women Empowering Women Conference was an absolute success that was held on March 8th, uh, approximately a week ago. We had a really great time celebrating each other's women while raising funds for a worthy cause. We were seeking to help out an organization called Esther's Palace that uh, caters to our less fortunate sisters to help them in their time of distress so that they could find some peace of mind. And I had the wonderful opportunity to share on the topic dominion activation, the power of your creative energy. And I challenged the women to really begin seeing themselves as God designed them to be. That they were given the unique capacity to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish the earth, to subdue and to have dominion. And it's not just women. All of us have been given that mandate. As time progresses, I hope to provide more details about the event. But highlights are available. If you visit my website, that's buildingaccordingtopattern.com or alternately, batplc.com. That's a shorter version. Um, photographs are there for you to view. And I did manage to create a two-minute footage of photos that were taken from the conference. And that is also available on my website as well as my YouTube channel. The address for my YouTube channel is Building According to Pattern LLC. And when you get to my channel, I'm going to invite you to subscribe. I also want to remind you of the archived messages that are available on my podcast page, 
since the inception of this podcast series back in September of 2013. So you could go directly to my podcast page to view those messages. And that address is batpllc.podbean.com. Or if you are on my website, there is a podcast page. The, the, the RSS icon feed button is available. So if you click on that, that will take you directly to my podcast page. And there are a number of social media buttons that are there. There is Twitter and Instagram. And if, you, if, if, if you're wanting to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, my address is Georgia, B-A-T-P-L-L-C, and that's one complete word. And you could also follow me on Facebook at Building According to Pattern. When you get to my page, I'm going to ask you, if you've not liked it yet, please like my page. Know that you have multiple locations where you can leave feedback with ease. I want to hear from you, and I really want to hear from you, especially if any of these segments that you've listened in on has blessed you in any way. Alternately, if you don't want to leave anything on social media, feel free to send me an email. My email address is info at buildingaccordingtopattern.com, and that is one complete word. Please remember to visit my website to check out for regular blogs, commentaries, and a calendar of upcoming events. I gotta go, y'all. It was an absolute pleasure hanging out with you this time around, and we do this again next week. So until then, stay blessed, be blessed, and take care. Bye!